Hello, this is the Kinks and Beats Daily Deep Dive. I am your host, Tony Fry. This is episode 238, where we will be discussing the song Driving by the Kinks. And um, we're a little late to the live broadcast today because someone is having a temper tantrum in the other room and doesn't want to lay down for his nap. So if you hear some screaming in the background, it is Harrison adamantly saying he does not want to lay down for his afternoon nap today. I want to remind every there he is. I want to remind everyone that um, on March 26, we have a bonus episode starting at 11:45 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, where we're taking a look at the album covers of the Kinks, the Beatles, and their solo artists. And um, this is a premium episode, so it's going to be um, behind a paywall for two months, and you can get access to it. Um, just by swinging by herohabit.com slash shop and contributing to the podcast. And if you can't or uh, contribute or you aren't interested, you'll be able to watch it on YouTube in uh, two months after the date of recording. Um, speaking of YouTube, make sure you swing by our YouTube channel and subscribe so that you can help us boost our numbers and also get reminders and... Um, uh, alerts for upcoming live streams so you know what episodes are coming up when. All right, today we are talking about, like I said, Driving by the Kinks, which was released June 20th, 1969 as a UK single backed with Mindless Child of Motherhood, and then released again on October 10th, 1969 as the fourth track of Arthur or the Decline and Fall of the British Empire. The single was their first to not chart since Before You Really Got Me was released. And while I love this song, it does seem like an odd choice as a lead-off single. But both of these songs were recorded early in the sessions, and the band obviously had a need for a single for some reason, um, because they had crazy standards back in those days that we just don't have nowadays. Um, and I know I talk about this a lot, but I'm going to say it again. The band, in the 12 months preceding this single's release, they had released the Plastic Man single, the Village Green Preservation Society album, the Days single, and two solo Dave Davies singles. Um, and then a hair under three months later, another single from Arthur. So by today's standards, that's more music than you should ever ex be expected of an artist. Um, granted, some of these releases went mostly unnoticed by the English rock-buying public, but you have to wonder how the market handled that much saturation from so many bands at this point. If your biggest five or six bands are releasing four or five singles and two or three albums a year, how are they ever getting radio play? And when you hear a song that, that lasts on the number one spot for more than a minute, you know, eight, nine, ten weeks, it's really even more remarkable when you consider just how often new material was coming out in those days. Recording for this track was done in May 1969. You'll see some sources say that it was actually May 1st. Um, the more reputable sources that I referenced, they just say May, and it was early in the sessions, obviously, but um, the, the Kinks didn't keep the meticulous notes on their recording sessions that the Beatles did. Uh, which makes this a pretty fresh track because it's released the following month, right? So it's recorded in May, released mid-June. Harmonically, this is kind of a cool tune because for the opening, which reappears several times during the song, Ray's simply doing a cycle. He starts on an F, up a fourth to B flat, 
Then he goes down a half step from that original chord to E, up a fourth to A. Then down a half step from E to E flat, up a fourth to A flat. Then down a half step from E flat to D, up a fourth to G. So the strong chords, the ones that each bar starts with, the downbeats, um, are descending in half steps, and then they just go up a fourth. And this is kind of an easy trick to do on the guitar, because and in this key, this is probably the shape that he pulled them out of. You're in a D shape on the fifth fret, that's your F chord. And then you just go up to an F shape on the sixth fret, there's your B flat, there's your fourth. And then you go down to the fourth fret and do it again. And at the end of this section, Ray repeats the D to G, which sort of establishes the tonic as G major, despite there not being an obvious key at this point. But the uh, he immediately uses that G to cadence down to C minor. Um, and then from there, it's just a one five seven. So he's doing he's coming off of that G, and instead of continuing the song in G, which is what a lot of guys would do, he uses it as a cadence point to C minor and then G minor, and then B flat major. All right, and then that B flat major, it's part of the key of C minor, it's the seven chord. Um, but when he hits it, it's, it's also the five in the key of F major, and that's how he's using it. So it's a pivot chord, because he's not borrowing it from, from anywhere really, because it's in the key, but he is using it as a pivot chord to, um, to get into F. Right, so now he's in the key of F. Uh, and then he ends that section on a D7 chord, which is a cool way to end it. And then he's back in a G for the chorus. All right, so it's, it's as if he is hinting at keys to resolve somewhere else, right? He hints at um, maybe establishing something in G only to resolve it to C minor. Then once he's in C minor, he hints that it's going to stay there only to resolve into F major. Then he gets to that F major and then he and, and he pivots right back into G. So it's all over the place um, for the whole song. And it's a cool way to, to construct a song because he never really establishes a key, right? And so it leaves this looseness and this, this openness to the whole song. Um, one thing that Dave's doing too that I really love is he's climbing up these uh, and we talked about this in another song doing that harmony between the third string and the first string um, and he's doing that a lot uh, underneath that which is a cool little bit I really like this song Dave's guitar work is worth um, listening to it um, because it's just a fun, bouncy, lighthearted tune. And I have to wonder if the Kinks' fortunes would have been different had they skipped this as a single and just released a different song later. But I understand where they were coming from. They had set up, they had established a pattern. They um, had an expectation as far as how many singles and albums they were going to release. They had these two songs already in the can from these sessions. Uh, I get why it was released the way it was released, but 
I mean, Days was just a, a decent hit, a top 20 hit for you within the last few months. You think that would have bought them enough time to get to the Arthur album and to like release Victoria as the first single, which seems like a more obvious choice. Or even um, uh, Nothing to Say, I think, would have been a more logical choice. But, you know, we're all looking at this in hindsight. We did have one. I asked the uh, live chat on YouTube if they would have released Driving as the leadoff single for Arthur. One person did respond, and they said no. So it's unanimous between me and that one person that's, um, that voted in the poll that they shouldn't have released it as the leadoff single. I really thought Harrison would have stopped screaming by this point. He's like 45 minutes past his nap time. Which is probably why he's screaming like this. You know, you get that point where you're so tired that you just can't relax. And he's clearly at that point. So I apologize to the folks on the live stream. I'll have to listen back and see how badly you hear that. And I may have to record this one a second time. Um, if you are enjoying the Kinks and Beatles Daily Deep Dive, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And um, we, we release all of these as podcasts uh, a week later so you can listen to it on the podcast stream and then of course if you have questions comments or want to uh, um, discuss things further you can reach me at 925-494-1739 or email me at kinksandbeats at herohabit.com I will talk to you all Monday it's finally Friday Uh, until then have a great day have a great weekend Stay safe out there. Take care.